welcome to day 88 of Shape by the Word, season three, the story of the prophets. And for the last few days, we've been hanging out with Hezekiah, king of Judah. And we've seen him go from highs to lows. We saw yesterday that he needed to prepare his house to get it in order. And yet the Lord was gracious and gave him 15 more years. And now we're going to enter into a pretty short section. You know, Isaiah 39 is only eight verses, but it is a little interesting section where um, some men from from Babylon, they kind of hear about, hey, you had a good recovery. Let me send you a gift, a little get, a little get well basket. And uh, <laughs> and then um, Hezekiah kind of shows them around everywhere, um, all the palace, all the storehouses, all the gold, silver, the spices. And then Isaiah hears about that. And and Isaiah gives him kind of an ominous word. And, and we do see the words that Isaiah gives Hezekiah. They do come true about a hundred years later. Um, that just as Isaiah prophesied, Babylon would come, they would attack, they would betray, and they would destroy, and, and they would take everything um, away from Israel. And, and that's actually found, if you want to read about it, in 2 Kings 24 and 25. Um, and so as we turn and continue on um, through Isaiah, um, before we do, we, we want to turn to the Lord for a moment of prayer. Um, asking him to, to renew us, restore us, and to shape us by his word. So before we read Isaiah 39, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the gift that it is. We thank you for the grand story um, of your word and how even these kind of obscure people in this seemingly distant time, um, they, they are still used by you to to point us forward and to let us see so much of our own shortcomings as we see their shortcomings, and yet to be reminded um, that you are the good, trustworthy, sovereign Lord. And so may we trust in you today. May you give us the faith um, to be your people. We pray us all in the name of Jesus. So Isaiah 39, Hezekiah has made his recovery, and we continue on. At that time, Murdoch Baladin, son of Baladin, king of Babylon, sent Hezekiah letters and a gift. Because he had heard of his illness and recovery, Hezekiah received the envoys gladly and showed them what was in his storehouses, the silver, the gold, the spices, the fine oil, the fine olive oil, his entire armory and everything found among his treasuries. There was nothing in his palace or in all his kingdom that Hezekiah did not show them. Then Isaiah the prophet went to King Hezekiah and asked, What did those men say, and where did they come from? From a distant land, Hezekiah replied, They came to me from Babylon. The prophet asked, What did they see in your palace? They saw everything in my palace, Hezekiah said. There is nothing among my treasures that I did not show them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord Almighty. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all your predecessors have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord, and some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, will be, who will be born to you, will be taken away, and they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. The word of the Lord you have spoken is good, Hezekiah replied, for he thought there will be peace and security in my lifetime." <laughs> So, oh boy, here we go again, right? You just kind of like, your heart's kind of going out to Hezekiah, like, oh man, you know, and then you're just like, oh dude, come on. <laughs> but it is so kind of crazy, right? And 
And again, we know Isaiah is a lot of reversal, a lot of highs and lows. And so here's Hezekiah, right? Like life's good. I got an extra 15 years, you know, I got my palace, the king from Babylon sending me some goodies. And so come on, let me show you everything. Look how good it is. Look at all my storehouses. And I have plenty. I have so much. And then Isaiah, who, man, he is speaking on the Lord. We always kind of just seem kind of like he kind of just like, takes the mood out of the room, right? He's like, oh yeah, you show them everything? Well, they're going to take everything. Um, and then don't you love that ending where Hezekiah is like, oh, that's a good word because at least it's not going to happen when I'm alive. Yeah. And so again, to kind of see a little bit of his heart, you know, and isn't that kind of our heart at times just living for self, living for what we can get, what we can acquire, giving no concern for what's to come or, or, or the people down the road. And, and so there's a lot in here, even though it is, eight verses there is yeah a lot of irony a lot of reversal that's about to happen and then a lot about the condition of the human heart how we are prone to mainly consider ourselves Mm -hmm. and then maybe others maybe others um and yet we know that the heart of the kingdom is is not a heart that's set on treasure and not a heart that's set on having fine olive oil and and good spices Mm -hmm. um, or even a heart that looks to our own concerns, but as we're told, don't only look to your own interests, but look to the interests of others. That's that's kind of the kingdom ethic. And so as you guys are looking at Isaiah 39 and it's few verses, what's grabbing you? What's what's standing out? Well, there's a note actually in this um, Bible that talks about how it's so tragic that instead of telling these Babylonians um, about Yahweh. He he goes on and on and on about the treasures that he has, which then the irony there is that the Babylonians had all of these things. They had so much treasure stored up, and but what they didn't have was Yahweh. They didn't have the Lord. And so, I mean, it could have been a very, very different um, outcome, a different picture if Hezekiah would have shown them the glory of the Lord and and told and really exposed them to who God was, um, and rather than just showing him his riches, which were really nothing um, to them, so that's an that was an interesting note that really struck me. Um, man, I mean, and talk about like how it convicts our hearts. How many times do we show people like? I mean, what we've done to our house, <laughs> what we see the new couch I got. Yeah, all the things that we are excited about about our own treasures, um, and when really um, and truly, that is an out outpouring of what is in our heart um, is an excitement of our own treasures, and so I I feel for Hezekiah here because that's exactly what I do constantly, instead of. Um, being so excited to tell people about what who God is, what he's doing in my life. And that's what the people around me need to hear. That's what they need is, is the Lord um, and salvation rather than um, more treasures and really to be, to be coveting my own stuff. And that's, it sounds so silly to say it, but it's, it happens way too often. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's good stuff. Yeah, maybe just an important like textual note is this kind of marks the end of the first like major section of Isaiah. So mm-hmm. this is going to move us. I mean, most mostly Isaiah has been at this point speaking to just kind of like the surrounding nations and and um, current events and circumstances mm-hmm. of God's people. But now he's looking forward to the exile that's going to occur as Babylon then comes and and you know just trounces mm-hmm. you know God's people and and leads them into exile. And so. We see the foolishness of Hezekiah. We see Isaiah seeing a, f- a day that will come where they will be carried off by Babylon. Um, and then when we pick up tomorrow, we're going to see this kind of shift mm-hmm. where Isaiah's focus goes from not so much judgment, you know, on, on the nations or judgment on God's people, but we're going to see themes of, of comfort. And mm-hmm. um, and so this kind of marks that, you know, that, that end of that first section, but... I mean, it is a reminder to us that even in Hezekiah's life, you know, as y'all were pointing out, some, I mean, so many highs, so many times we're quick to say, man, look what he did. He, he moves straight to, to prayer. Mm-hmm. Here we just see, uh, whether it's he's given into flattery, whether he's just, yeah. you know, man, look, at, yep, I'm, you want to see all the storehouses? Mm-hmm. You know, and we just see the pride that goes before a fall. Um, and really, I mean, doesn't that just symbolize the way th- – God's people's response to like, um, it just kind of shows us how Judah would respond to Isaiah's warnings in, in the same way that Hezekiah would respond. It's just a very us centered, um, I mean, selfish. Yeah. And I, one more just quick thought I had was just the, the craziness of, um, of people like Royal royalty, God's people's, um, royal line people in hezekiah's bloodline would end up being even eunuchs becoming eunuchs in in babylon which i mean that's just such a huge move um from going to royalty to being eunuchs in mm-hmm. in the palace of babylon so i mean that just shows what the kind of crazy things that are about to take place the story of rising and, and falling and it's really sad and here in 39 it's you know a story that if we, if we want to take one quick question is, you know, what are you treasuring? And, and so often what you're treasuring is, is probably found in what you're talking about the most. Mm-hmm. And and so that is a good reminder for us to be reminded of. It, it's not so much a bad thing to treasure stuff, but the question is, what are you treasuring? Because we have a treasure far surpassing um, silver and gold and, and spices and oils. We have a, a deep treasure found in Christ that would call us to lay down our treasures, our little earthly things, in order that he would become that which we truly treasure. And so let me pray to that end. Father, thank you for Isaiah 39. Thank you for your word. And we know that our hearts treasure lots of, of silly things and lots of things that are so unworthy um, of our adoration and, and our all. And so may you do the deep work that only you can do in our hearts to help us treasure Christ above all. May you do that for your glory, our joy. Pray it all in the name of Jesus. Amen.